This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Ryback Show. I am your host, the big guy Ryback. Happy Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Hope everyone's doing great out there. We are streaming live on Instagram at the big guy Ryback22. We are live on Twitter Spaces at Ryback, where you guys can be part of this show along with everyone here at Ryback TV, at Twitch at Ryback Rules, and also Facebook Ryback Reeves. But here on Spaces, you guys can subscribe on Twitter. Everything is absolutely free, though. On, on the, all this platform, we do not charge for anything. But if you want to show your love and support uh, for this show, this podcast, and you know anything that the big guy Ryback does, Twitter, I think it's four ninety nine a month to subscribe. We have that feature that's been made active. I think it was active a couple months ago, and it's greatly appreciated, everyone. But it's not necessary. If you don't have the money, you don't care. That that is more than fine by me. But if those of you you've got the money, you, you care to support, it's greatly greatly appreciated with everything. Super chats are greatly appreciated here on YouTube as well and will be brought up on the screen in between taking calls, guests from Twitter spaces as well. Health, fitness, supplementation, pro wrestling, sports, and anything and everything in between. This show is available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated, guys. If you're listening, wherever you, if you watch the, the live show, you know, we stream on six or seven different places out live and then it goes to the, all the podcast platforms gets distributed like probably within 15, 20, 30 minutes after. Sometimes it takes an hour or two, depending on the upload with, with the podcast and, and inserting the ads and, and all that jazz that they do on their end of things. So with that, but iTunes reviews really do help. And uh, if you've got a moment to, to leave a star rating and write one, uh, thank you in advance. This show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweetened with stevia and the monk fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors for all people, men and women, he, she, and the Bud Light drinkers or not. Feed me more. 
feedmemore.com. Today, guys, our text message deal, if you go to feedmemore.com and you click on the newsletter in the menu, you could sign up for the newsletter and the, the text message. It's one message a week. It's our, it's our massive savings program, essentially. You get an email with my thought of the week and a huge discount or a text message, usually Wednesday, Thursday, email Wednesday, text Thursday, and because we have a lot of different people that just sign up for one or the other on that and you just get a huge huge discount every week this week and I'm, i shared these with you to encourage some of you to sign up as we grow our list on everything with that and that's something that that ww or anybody cannot interfere with and we have a very very high returning customer rate on there guys but today 33 percent off i have it in the comments in the description as well uh discount code truth 33 truth 33 for 33 off all feed me more nutrition and all ryback merch all the different merchandise and accessories workout accessories we have on feedmemore.com until midnight pacific tonight guys 3 3 a.m eastern 12 12 a.m midnight pacific time on that and uh, you get a free shaker bottle right here feed me more nutrition premium shaker bottle with your orders just select it as your free gift after you add your items to your cart it will pop up on the first item and uh, just say you want that free shaker bottle yours compliments of the big guy i'm drinking a little bit of the finish it bcaa's here we're going hard we're going hard a lot of great things happening feeling better and better a lot of wet cupping done yesterday we got to hit new spots today a lot of rehab today big weight training and cardio session today and uh it's couldn't walk the dogs. It's, it's a little hotter today. We're gonna have to wait till the, the sun is down. Take old Sophie and little guy out for their for their daily walk with all of that. But and uh, but yeah, everything is good. Good here. Just going one day at a time. And I'm looking forward to talking with some of you guys today and answer your questions. We do, we were able to get another really good Twitter Spaces yesterday uh, at night before I went upstairs for the evening. I was sitting out by the pool. And Elijah, uh, actually, he made a comment, and I and I invited him to come on, and uh, and, and he 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 gladly accepted, and we had a great conversation, and uh, it was I, I I just encourage everyone to if you get a moment and you can see these spaces on Twitter, it's just uh, it's really uh, they're really good, and and I think uh, and what I'm what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to unblock everybody on Twitter. And, and there's over 18,000, I think, oh, close to 18,500 people. And this is over many years. But there's been a lot from the last handful of years with that. And uh, because I've heard multiple things, uh, and, and I'm very curious, even though that's not everything going on, I'm very curious to see if we eliminate that to zero, if, if, if Twitter is not further suppressing my content from blocking. And because I'll tell you what they've done, I don't see a lot of your guys' tweets. I pretty much don't. I rarely see anyone's tweets on my on my main page. That is for me. They make me search my name to see tweets. And even then, I don't see all of them. I have to actually click on individual posts oftentimes to see on that post. But So I'm not getting my notifications, even though I have them on and I'm on the phone, on the timeline. And so what happens, and just so you understand, and this is how I'm able to block all these people really e efficiently and quickly, is I see all the hate tweets directed at me from the dirt sheets. And I feel like this is being done on purpose to, to make me be exposed. If I want to see, I, I can't see the people that I communicate with without seeing all the hate tweets. And this has been going on for a long time. And I've, and I've, Twitter will not fix it. I've, I've asked them on, this is, I've done separate cases. They just completely ignore it. They close the case without even open, without talking. They literally close it right away. And I, and it's, it's crazy. 
but this is what's going on. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to eliminate all the blocks on Twitter. And I'm going to see if they're, they're, they're further suppressing it by me being block happy, by being exposed to all this hate, which I can't control with the way that they're doing it. If I want to interact with the good people, I'm going to see have to see a lot of the hate as well. Or I'm going to have to go and click on individual posts to go and see comments based on each individual post. And you know how time consuming that can be with that. So I'm very curious. We're going to see what happens. But that's that's the game plan with everything. Justin, good to see you in the chats. Let me take a look here. Good to see you. We got a super chat here, Justin. Justin Babinski in the, in the house. Good to see you again, bud. Feed me more. What's up, Ryback? Doing great, buddy. Doing great. And I uh, hope you're having a great Thursday as well. And uh, looking forward uh, up early. I slept in a little bit today till five something. Usually I, I woke up actually at 4 a.m. on the, it's like clockwork, no alarm. And I was a little tired, and I think that's because I got under six hours sleep two nights in a row. And uh, and so my body, I could just, I just, I go, I'm just going to close my eyes for a little longer. And it was good because I woke up feeling amazing. And uh, and it's, it's crazy how your body, and when I haven't slept with an alarm hardly since I've left WWE outside of if I had to get up for a flight or something on, on appearances and stuff for different things. But in running your own business, I just get to bed at a great time and I get up super early. And it's amazing when it's it's stressless sleep because I'm in control. I love what I'm doing. Everything's great. And so it's like, it's a really, man, from the, from the days of growing up in school and that dreading going to sleep and having to get up and like, it's just amazing how like, I, I like, I can't wait to wake up every day. And it's a really, I wish everybody could experience it. It's like, like I, I legitimately go to bed excited. Like, Oh my God, I can't wait to go to sleep. I love to go to sleep. And I love to Like, I can't wait to wake up in the morning. It's an entirely different, you know, and I think a big part of that is feeling good again, too, with everything and anticipating having a lot, you know, anticipating a lot coming up and stuff. So <clears throat> let me take a look here. The old Twitter spaces with everybody. If you want to come on in, hit that request button. I did also, guys, and we've got some people here we're going to get to. Everybody, I issued the open challenge to all the dirt sheets, which all of them are going to get unblocked. I've manually unlocked some. I unblocked Jim Cornette on that i'm dead serious i've sat back and let i you know and i would i would love to be able to go talk with jim and i think it's it's in you it's it will be a very good 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 thing and i'm I'm not going to go on there and yell at him i'm not going to call him names and i i I can't promise he's going to act in in a different way but uh i'm very curious to go mix it up with him and, and interact and see because, you know, he said a lot of hateful things and I would love to talk to him about steroids. I'd love to talk to him right off the bat about the steroids with that and give him the lowdown and everything and not saying it's going to change any opinion of him. I don't shy away from things. So I never have. And I've always talked about everything here and I've had to sit back and be suppressed and let all these other people run their mouths. And, you know, he's got a top rated show with that. I get a lot of hate from, from the things he's done over the years with it. I would love to sit down and, and the guy that's on the show with him, he could be on there. I don't care if it's two-on-one. I am a, a specialist of taking on two-on-one, if you, if you don't know already, and uh, and and talking. And this is something I think I've realized with, with the hate and everything that WWE has created and what they've done. Uh, I always told you guys that I, I could. It, it's not going to break me. Not And I go, what better way the timing of coming back and literally just going head-on with all of it? And I'm not afraid to talk about any topic, any conversation with anything. And, but nobody has taken me up on that yet outside of good 
We've got Stevie Ray, uh, Francine. Uh, I'm going to be doing her show next week. Rip Rogers. I did his show yesterday, wrestling with Rip Rogers on YouTube, the Stevie Ray podcast, Stevie Ray TV. I highly encourage you guys, uh, if you could share those links on your things as well. Uh, very good shows where I think it answers a lot of different questions and things going on. And, uh, you know, the Stevie Ray and on, on Rip Rogers, we talk about the Booker T situation and uh, and just flat out give the truth of, of what's going on. And uh, you guys could take a listen and because I think it's good to have interaction with other people in the business and see that other people like you or respect you. And because what's gone on is a lot of the dirt sheet manipulation and lies. And, they, and I can tell you because I blocked. So I've blocked these places early on when I saw all the dirt sheets doing the lies and they count. They get a lot of clicks. But, but when I block them, they then get even more obsessed and they come out with more hate and more lies. We see you guys have seen when I block people how crazy they get. Right. There's a lot of you that have seen this with it. And so it has created an obsessive compulsive behavior with the dirt sheets. And that, and that portion of people that read them, that where it's like they just hear the name and they instantly associate it with a negative. And most oftentimes they can't even explain what that negative is. Or if they do, they're just reha rehashing or regurgitating the lies that they've, they've heard over that. Or they've, they've created, I've seen new ones where people have grown things to like, oh my God, he's hurt this guy, this guy, this guy. And I'm just literally going, no. Not even like it, it, but they have turned these things into something else. And I go, so what better way? Let's just go talk to them. And you can't talk to everyone, but you can talk to some and you can record it. And, and hopefully, and then when you do other shows, they can't suppress everybody's shows. They can do my stuff, but they're not going to be able to get everybody's. And, and I could turn the tide like that. And I always knew this. I just, but I needed the timing to line up with everything. And uh, now that I've got my health and everything and going to get cleared, and it's very personal between me and WWE with everything. And I told you guys that. And it's, I've, I've, at the end of the day, I'm ready to move forward. I told Hunter this already. They have, they failed. I go, I, we need to sit down and have a conversation. You guys need to get off my social media. You need to stop this. I want to be free. I want to move on with my life. I don't want to talk about you anymore. You guys don't want me talking about you. You know what you have done is wrong. Let's go face to face. Let's hash this out. I'm not coming back. We, that has nothing to do with talk. I want to sit down and talk with Vince, Hunter, and Stephanie. Bring Nick Khan in. You want some people from Endeavor? I don't care if there's 25 fucking WWE executives versus me because I know the fucking truth. And I want to sit down and I want to say what I need to say to Vince. I'll, I'll literally sit there and let them say whatever the fuck they want to say to me. We can shake each other's hands, fix my social media, and let me go on my way with it. And Hunter knows this. And they've not, and so that is on them and the ball is in their court. I don't care about going back there. I want to go elsewhere. I want my business and my social media free. I want everything that I've worked hard for to be free with it. So the pressure is on them to do the right thing with it. And by them avoiding it, it further shows everything they have done. And I'll tell you guys another thing that they've done on their end too. They've kept me in the video games without paying me. They kept my, they just recently started removing stuff when I talked about it a couple weeks ago with it. They kept all my moves and, and everything in there for people to create me on, on the downloadable characters for the people, the custom creations, and put the music and keep me alive. They want to keep me alive because what they're trying to do is break me to where I go back to Vince. And this is what this is all a game to him with it. 
and I'm, they wouldn't keep me in there otherwise. And, and they haven't paid me a dime for that, but they would not have kept my memory alive in these things. And these are little things. They would have let somebody take my shell shock finisher by now. They would have let other people take things. And I've told you guys these, these stories before they have it because it's all a fucking game to them. But what they don't realize is I don't care. I'm not going back with it. I do want closure on the entire situation because what they have tried to do is, is too personal with it. And it's much deeper than so many of you guys will ever understand with it. But that ball is in their court. I'm coming back. I've got the health back and we're going to move on without them. But I, I told them that is on you guys. And I go, we need to sit down. I don't want, I don't give a fuck if I get $1 at this point. I want to at least sit down and say what I need to say right to your fucking faces with it. And that's it. So because seven years of this shit and what's going on, no other, I don't, I, I firmly believe there's not another fucking man alive that would have, that would have survived this and overcome all the things. And I'm going to toot my horn on that all day long with everything and all the obstacles. And I got in the positive is I got to prove my hungry, feed me more mindset with it. But it, it is, I've told you guys the truth. I've been transparent and I've spoken up for the business and pro wrestlers and for them to try to turn this against and say, I'm against the pro wrestling industry and all these things and have people on their behalf speak out, say not to sign with the other top organization. This is running far deeper and far more personal than you guys will ever understand. And I think if you listen to me speak and, other, and you hear me speak with other pro wrestlers who are respected and they allow me to speak and agree with a lot of things, you realize I'm not a fucking idiot. I know what I'm talking about. I'm very passionate about this business. And that was a problem that WWE saw all along that I was going to speak up for the good fucking fight from day one. Because I went through a bunch of bullshit that no wrestler should have had to go through. And I survived it. So it, it's very personal. and it, it's very, it means a lot to me to speak up about things that can better pro wrestling and improve the business for generations that come after me. And where I'm not jealous or insecure that they have luxuries that maybe I didn't have. And I think it oftentimes with older wrestlers and people, there's a there's a jealousy and insecurity because we came up in different times and where the business was difficult and we we had to suffer more in different things. But the business can be so much better for fans, for wrestlers, everybody. And I view it and I view it and I believe in a very unique, better way that could that could better it for fans and for wrestlers. And for them to try to paint me in the like, it's been me versus Vince McMahon and WWE, not me versus the pro wrestling industry. Let's make that very clear with it. And anybody that wants to challenge me on that, I dare you to. And go back and listen to seven years of me talking and the things I've spoken up for with it where others are quiet because they got their money and they don't want to hurt their legacy. They don't want to get, quote, unquote, blackballed by Vince. He's a very powerful man. I, I do realize that. I have no, no fear. I, I will go down. I will go down burning. I will lose it all because I, I believe in it. And that's what this fucking takes to make change in this world. And I'm trying to show this to you guys and I'll fight it fucking face on and I'll win every time because I'm not afraid of a motherfucker on this planet. And I'm speaking up from the truth, my point of view of the truth and for the betterment of pro wrestling. And that's that. All right, let's get going. Good to see all of you guys. Welcome. Welcome. Ask. Let's see here at AK studio. Start with you, brother. What's going on, man? We'll give it a second. Connect here. And Captain Keith, I've told you guys, it makes you wonder how many more people WWE is holding hostage. I firmly believe there's a lot more people on social media that they suppress as well that are not there because Vince wants everybody to be reliant on him to make money. I swear to God, and I said this, I just happened to have the proof that they wanted my social media. And I found out some things I probably shouldn't have found out. But this is a very real situation. 
And there's a reason why they're trying to keep me quiet and silent as long as possible. And, and it's, I think if you listen to me speak, it, it's not crazy. And I, I'm able to provide enough proof where you go, there's at least something possibly going on. And the numbers do not, do not add up anywhere. <clears throat> Let's see here. We lost them. If you guys want to come on here on the Ryback show on spaces, just go ahead and, and hit that uh, request button. <clears throat> we'll go Adrian. Thank you for the kind words, John. Sweet sugar, sugar, good to see you, Tyler. We got to get you on Twitter Spaces, my man, as well. Don't leave that chat, though, Tyler. But you're allowed to come on Twitter Spaces as well. Adrian, just turn on that speaker button on the microphone. There we go. How you doing, buddy? Hey, the big guy. What's up, man? Not much. What's going on today? What's on your mind? Well, first and foremost, I'd like to thank you for the inspirational book that I always listen to wake up on audio audiobooks. Thank it's you. A, it's been amazing to hear it. I hear it constantly on my cell phone. And also, uh, I started off with your channel with this, uh, one, uh, video you made called a uh, right back gets fired up on depression, overcoming obstacles. And I remember that. I, I always listen to that. And you're like a, a, positive drill sergeant that really gives me a positive mindset every time and i just like thank you for that uh, i suffer from anxiety i i, I don't know I've, i somehow got it back in the day uh, i went through some stuff with my family and stuff so but i'm still battling it but um, i keep a positive mindset on that lift a lot of weights exercise and i just hear your positive mindset it's a very powerful thing to to listen to it. And uh, you got to be consistent, though. Um, got to do it every day. And um, and I, I did have a question uh, on nutrition. Uh, I'd like to hear your take on it because I'm at a crossroads on that. Um, right now, I'm... I'll let, just let me tell you, I want to say thank you, first of all, for all of that. And and I, I'm greatly appreciative and, and that you're able to get the motivation and, and, and do the work. And you're doing all the right things. And, you know, life is all about trying and it's, we don't have to try. We can wake up every day and feel sorry for ourselves and, and, and give up. And, you know, but I can tell you no good comes from that. And when we try and when we try to keep a positive mindset and we just try, we do our best, whatever our individual best is, we give ourselves the possibility of, of, of living a better life and getting to experience a lot of great things in this world. And there's, there's, there's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad. But I can tell you, we, we can experience the good often, more often than not if we just try to stay hungry and keep ourselves trying more often than not. And it sounds like that's what you're doing. Not You're going to still have you hit, the, hit low points from time to time. But it's literally, and I tell you this, we're always, the, uh, one of the big things about being hungry and just about being, being motivated, being positive is learning because we're all going to have negative things happen. It's learning to shift back into that positive overdrive gear and, and getting out of it as quickly as possible. You know, some people, it might be an hour, other people, it might be day, a day or days, it might be weeks, but the, the key is, is that you're hungry to shift out of it at some point. And, and that's what makes all the difference. So great job. Oh, those words mean a lot to me. I'm so grateful for you that uh, I even get to speak to you. This is amazing that I even get to talk to you right now. So, Thank you, buddy. Man. I, I'm a huge fan since day one. I'm a day one fan, right backer. And, um, 
And I, I do have a, a question uh, for, for when it comes to nutrition. Okay. I've been, I've been doing a, the keto uh, caveman diet for a while. Uh, and, uh, and I've done blood tests and stuff. I, I exercise quite a lot. I lift those weights every day and treadmill. And um, I do uh, fasting once a week. So I, I I'm, do a pretty good uh, healthy lifestyle. But my question is, uh, have you... To research the the keto diet and would you recommend maybe uh going a uh, full vegan uh, i got my blood work done and um i was a little high on the bad cholesterol about okay. 54 points high and i'm thinking of shifting to uh, a full vegan diet and trying it out what would you say about that so i have done the keto diet i actually did that for for probably almost close to two years uh i personally didn't do well with it uh, over time, the I noticed I lost muscle mass, and this is just me. And I think that diet is a very individual thing. And, and the more and more that I learned, and I've never been afraid. I've tried every way of eating, pretty much, with it. I, I do think for some people it could be really beneficial, and, and lab work and blood work and all that come back great. They feel great, and it, it for for them it works. I do notice with a lot of people that do the keto diet, and I'm not a doctor, and this is not counting people that do steroids. But you could, the people that you could just tell they don't do steroids and they lost a lot of weight where they lost. They, they clearly have gone from being severely overweight to to looking a lot better. They still had a very odd shaped body where their body fat and particularly around the waist to me. And that is what to, what happened to me. I actually lost muscle mass and gained body fat around my waist. And that was from consuming. I don't do well in my lab work and the. I forget the name of it off the top of my head. I don't process uh, animal fats, high animal fats, very well. With it. It's actually really bad for me. It's bad for my heart, for the for the certain... I can't remember. It's the... I got to go back and look at the specific name of, of what it is. But it's a very real thing. And uh, so so that could be what, what's going on with you, is that you just don't process the the heavy fats and where you could still eat stuff but you want to eat leaner things and you want it you want to keep your fats down um and that's going to be a little different for everybody though you know i went vegan for 14 13 14 months and i was vegetarian for a good portion of time before and after uh with that and i felt great for a good period of time uh and then i noticed there were some things that started happening and i noticed physically um my body my particularly my 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 lactic acid in my legs doing my hard conditioning I, my legs would give out on me even though my my cardio was good my wind my legs were fatiguing heavier as time went on with that and my muscle density like i just my muscles didn't feel as hard as they they typically were now and and i was eating a lot of the plant based meats on top of and i had a lot of diverse diet in there but for me to eat the amount of protein i was eating i did have to eat a, a good amount of the 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 processed um, packaged animal, uh, vegan protein foods like the Beyond Burgers or the, the the beef crumbles or or the sausages or the chicken with that, um, and so, so I went back and I added in I added in a small amount of steak and chicken and keep a very heavy plant based diet still, but I'm able to hit my protein numbers with some quality protein and do my eggs and egg whites in the morning. I've never felt better, and I and I and I actually feel better when I have a certain level of carbs. And balance them out. And I do, I do carb days where I kind of carb cycled to a degree. I typically, I tend to do very well with that, depending too on if I want to bulk or, or cut down. 
I think at the end of the day of everything that I've tried, and I can only tell you for me, having a diverse, balanced diet is is very effective and, and it works and you could go multiple, you can you could cut weight, you could gain weight. And another thing is is keeping our fats and our carbohydrates separate as much as possible. So that you know, if you are doing, you know, a, a moderate to high carbohydrate diet on some days, the meals that have your most fat, try to separate those meals where it's just fat and protein. And then try to do the other meals where it's carbs and protein and separating those two energy sources with fats and carbs. I think you'll, I, and I know this personally, I, I see a nice, nice difference when I do that, except for, you know, when I do my cheat meal or if we eat out and if you ever notice people that eat out a lot and stuff, they're constantly mixing carbs and fats and they typically have higher body fat than people that do it. And they're typically unhealthier. And I really, really believe that then I've, I've heard it from enough people that I, I trust that separating our carbs and fats as much as possible uh, can work wonders for us. But you're going to have to, it's going to have to come down to you playing around with it and seeing, and I, I don't think there's anything wrong with trying different ways of eating. And I think you could be, I think the vegan diet can be very healthy. If one, you're not overly, if you're not an, I think if you're not overly uh, obsessed with, with uh, like the, the physical performance and a competitive edge, where you don't need a, a higher amount of protein or you're not as big, like, I'm you know, trying to be 300 pounds, 290 pounds. If you, I, cause I think you could eat very clean and healthy on a vegan diet. If you don't eat a lot of their processed, the meats, the processed uh, plant-based meats and whatnot. So, but it, then you got, it depends. You, your carbs might have to be a bit higher and it, it's just, you got to figure out the ways to kind of hit your protein and, but everyone's different on, on that stuff. In in my opinion on that. So, but you might just have difficulty with consuming too much animal fat. And a lot of people actually do, but some people can actually do really well with that. And that, from what I've seen, those are the people that usually like swear by the keto diet. And that's because they, for whatever reason in their body, they're able to process those animal fats really, really effectively for energy. Yeah, you hit it right on the nail. I appreciate your very detailed information there. That was very honest and detailed. And uh, I just got to say uh, your comeback story, you know, is a true inspiration and i literally i wish i could be in the front row whenever you do come back and when you do come back oh my god i'm gonna try and be in the front row whenever possible and you truly are an inspiration to me every day and and i love the right back show right back tv and i appreciate everything you do uh, and i'm a little nervous right now i can't believe i'm even talking to you but uh I hope I get to sh shake your hand one day and see you in the back in the ring. It's truly an inspiration, man. Thank you very much, and you're welcome on here anytime. I love I love questions. I love wrestling questions, but I love it when people also ask like nutrition questions. So thank you because I do feel I have a bit of advice to to give, but I can't always. I need to sometimes be asked to to for it to 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 come pop back up in my head. So thank you for the great question, and, and you're welcome on here and the kind words. And, and I hope I get to meet you one day as well. I uh, appreciate you. Uh, grateful for your uh, your show. And um, thank you very much. You have an awesome day. You right too. Back, uh, you too, buddy. Take care. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you very much, Adrian. Great, great question. And uh, I'm glad you like that depression video. That's on YouTube. I don't know the exact title. It's Ryback Speaks on Depression. And it, it, I get pretty fired up. That was, I was dealing with a lot of hate during that too, I remember. And um, I would sometimes just go off on a rant on during the Ryback show 
on like I knew everything I was going through. And I think you could see it like I was like I never once had had, had accepted defeat along the way. And I knew I had a, a big, big road, road, a long uphill battle in front of me and, you know, and dealing with all this stuff with Sophie and with her with her disc injuries and all my stuff. And then in trying to grow and build a, a successful business and, you know, losing out on all the wrestling revenue and, and not being able to take appearances, but then he, hearing and dealing with all the hate and seeing it really forming and just blocking it and just going on. But like seeing that, that stuff was all going on really heavily. I never let it like stop me or bother me. I go, people are going to do and say what they're going to do. I had far bigger priorities at the time where I didn't have time to, to, to do what I'm doing now to interact and with everything now. And that's why now at the timing of everything and I can, you know, I can make money all day now and I'm not the one doing everything. And I could, I could take this stuff on head on because it is, it's important too. And I, you know, I'm constantly learning and evolving and growing and, I told the guy Elijah yesterday, and I'll tell you guys, it's like, and it's difficult because some things you do have to block on this, but I go, am I, you know, by me blocking people and, 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 and I, you know, rightfully so I feel, and I, I don't, cause I don't have, I didn't have the time and you're not going to have the time to deal with all of it. And you're not going to change everybody's mind. Not everybody's going to like you with it as well. I go, but, but that has added up clearly over the years where you block People are disrespectful. They're hateful. They say they say stupid things, and by blocking them, they then become obsessed. And that one person then finds another person that finds another person that's been blocked and been blocked. And they then they then and they have this hateful that hate they had already to begin with has grown by me further blocking them. Whereas if we see if I actually take the time and talk to one of them, and now not everyone's going to talk to me either, right? But we see what happens when the ones that do. We take a, 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 a I am able to actually take a person who has hate in them or or seems like they have hate in them and literally completely reverse the situation. Now I'm only one person. I can't do this over and over and over. I mean, I mean, I could. I mean, my life will be it'll be it will be very redundant, just a thousand Twitter spaces a day of, of switching people. But when you record them and you can get the right conversations on the right issues, multiple people can tune in and you know, unfortunately being suppressed, not that many people are still actually hearing them where, you know, this stuff should be going out to hundreds of thousands of people a day on my followers. And it's not with it. So it, it's further slowing down the process, but at least, and I've always said, it's better to be heard by some than by none. And those sums are going to start joining in. And, and what's going to happen is they're going to start defending me more often than not. And when they see, and not saying I need people to defend me, but that will happen because if they see somebody acting out and they know for a fact, they go, look, we've listened to this guy. We know we have a pretty good idea. We feel like we know what's going on. And like then then they kind of start going to war for me with it. Well, I'm going to war and not going to war to, to hurt, but going to war for, for the truth with it. And so I've kind of realized in the Booker T thing really lit a fire under my ass with I go, fuck, this is it's just going back and forth in this. I go. I am going to have to be the one that despite this hate and negativity and lies, I'm going to have to be the one I have to maybe stop doing the, what I'm doing because that formula really isn't solving the situation with the suppression and everything. So let's, let's try something different and see, and it's a very cool, rewarding experience to see a guy, you know, say you, you, you fucking suck. You're a piece of shit. You know, you, you you can't do this and that and then come on and have a conversation and literally say, I'm sorry. I don't know why I said that. I'm completely wrong. I completely understand what you're saying. 
and, and follows you and you follow them back and, and they and thank each other. You know, I think that's a really, and I think it sets a good example and for people that like, Hey, let's, and I think it helps me with the things I've been through to show other people and with our media and how manipulative the dirt sheets in the media are like, Hey, look, these people are just, they don't give a shit about you. They're, they're literally creating hatred in you that you don't need in your life either. And I could actually fix it as opposed to just further adding to that hate by blocking them, which it, it, I don't think anything's wrong with that necessarily, but it's not, it's actually creating more hate because that hate they already had, or they think they have now in their heads. It's not that I'm a good person. It's, Oh, he fucking blocked me. What an even bigger piece of shit. So that hate grows with them. And that is what I've seen happening. I go, okay, I'm going to be the one that, that I'm, you know, I'll solve this with it. I'll be the bigger person and, and I'll solve it. And it, I, and, I'm, and that's what I'm doing with it. And I, anyone that wants to talk, that wants to speak, and I can make time for it, I'll do it because it's important. Very personal. WWE is not going to destroy me with it. And it's going to make me an even better person. And that's hopefully, in a, it can inspire more of us to talk more in a day and age where we're all caught up in the very easy to act and react in a very hateful, negative way with it. But if, if people, you know, people talked all the time before this stuff existed. And I luckily got to grow up with it for a good part of my life and, and, and had be able to friendships and talk with people. And, and I think over the years that that skill and, and that that ability for people to conversate has 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 come down and kids are growing up without even having knowing what that is. And, and, and so if we want to see a positive change, we have to be the ones to kind of set the example. And, you know, so and I'm fucking 41. So I'm not, I'm not 15 or 20. So it's like, I've had the experience. I've lived without it. I've lived with it, with it. And I've dealt with massive hate. It's never broken me. I've proved to everybody I can, I can survive it and whatnot. But I could also say, Hey, look, I can also maybe contribute to maybe, maybe lessening a little bit of the hate, not, not for everything in the world. But I do think if we could set a positive example and try to talk a little more, maybe we all wouldn't be so fucking hateful all the time. So. But what the fuck do I know? I'm dumb as fuck. All right. Let's see here. Mark, Mark B. Try to get some new. Rebecca, I'm going to get you in today as well. Rebecca, I see you. Ryback show regular. Mark, are you there? There we go. Welcome to the Ryback show, Mark. Honor to, to speak to you from the UK. Good deal, man. What what part over there are you, you from? Uh, believe it or not, it's actually sunny in the UK today. So we're from the Midlands, a place called Birmingham. Very, very nice. Very nice. I've been all over over there and wrestled. And uh, I, I love it over there, man. I, I WWE, we go over there twice a year and do the, the European tours. And uh, I, I, I'm a big fan. The big guy is a huge fan of the beans, of uh, the beans with the breakfast, the breakfast beans. I wish they were more popular here. That, that, that's why you are the big guy. <laughs> that and the Canadian bacon over the, the bacon in the UK and, and the beans, the, the baked beans for, for, for breakfast. Oh, it was my favorite part of going over there every morning with a nice cup of coffee. Great, man. Um, so my question to you is, 
Uh, I'm an IT professional and I see you have a lot of issues, legal issues that you keep going on about with the WWE, with your uh, your Twitter and things like that. What What is it that you want from your Twitter that you don't think you're getting at the moment? So I can tell you in, you know, in 2016, I had 1.7 million followers. They have me where I've been losing followers daily. This has been going on since 2016. We're approaching almost 400,000. Uh, I'm probably close to 350,000 followers I've lost since 2016. I have seen, I'm not able to reach my following and I'm not, I have not been able to fall into the algorithm more often than not on a lot of different things. So Essentially, and Elon has come out and said that the prior regime, there was restrictive coding. Twitter has already admitted I was restricted for four or five years uh, with no explanation. I've never had one violation on Twitter with anything. I've not violated the rules in any way, shape or form. They, they've closed hundreds of cases on me. They won't answer what's going on. They want to answer why I was restricted and I was not allowed to advertise on the platform as well during that time. And then Elon came out and this was lat towards the end of last year and said that he had figured out if you bypass, if you switch over to the private mode on your account, it bypasses restrictive coding that the prior regime had into the algorithm for different things. And and what exactly that was, I don't know. But when I switched my account to private for two days, I was getting a lot of tweets that were getting hundreds of thousands of impressions. From And up until that point, I was getting 0.25 to 0.5, half a percent on that. And despite despite great engagement, so like what's happening now more often than not is I'll put a post out and it might only get four or five thousand impressions, but I actually have fantastic engagement. But I'm not being allowed to fall into the next phase of the algorithm to be distributed to more and more people. And so more often than not, it takes something really even something, you know. And I'm just going to give you an extreme example. Like unfortunately, when like when Brody Lee, you know, Luke Harper passed away. And everybody, you know, you know, rest in peace, Brody, or whoever the case may be. And then I look at, like, you see other wrestlers, and I see, like, and a guy, that's a guy I wrestled with. I, I have photos with it I was friends with and actually have a personal, had a personal relationship with and saw how little views it did. And then I look at a guy that didn't know him that had, has, you know, 10,000 followers when I had at the time, like, 1.4 or 5. And, you know, he's getting hundreds of thousands of, of, of views and impressions on it. And I, I got, you know, I get, you know, 50,000 total where that posted better than a typical one, but it still never fell in. And that's just giving you like an extreme example, but that's happening on everything. So it makes it, I, it just kills my organic reach. What's that? Apologies to put in Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. 
Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chilling by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I appreciate what you're saying, but my question again is, what is it that you want from your social media? Because I've been on here for a moment and speaking to you, very affluent and speaking passionately about your all your things that you believe in. What What is it that you want from your social media? Because I believe I can help you. To, to reach that with or without backing from Elon Musk or anything like that. There's things that you can do with your followers, even if it was 50 followers. Yep. People are here speaking to you now and you, you, you're coming across really passionately now and everything you're saying, he's coming across fantastically. So you could grow your base to be bigger than the WWE and or e- Elon Musk. Obviously, you're not going to be Mr. Elon Musk. Yeah, there's only one. <laughs> I certainly am not going to space. I can tell you that much. I'm I'm staying here on Earth. <laughs> so, and that's my question. Uh, I would want. I just. I want my reach. I want the ability to reach the masses and to grow into building. Because you got to understand. And I'll give you an for like. So you know, I want to be able to grow. I want to be seen, and I want to be able to interact with good people. And, and so when you know, I have a business, obviously, so the less people that see my content, you know, the more people, we have a very good conversion rate over time with Twitter, with feedmemore.com and my business. I love helping people with nutrition. I always put out over the years, you know, health and fitness advice and nutrition advice. It's seen by fo- so few people. And whereas opposed to like when I was on TikTok before WWE got a hold of that account, I was getting hundreds of millions of views and I was growing rapidly. It was The Rock and then it was Ryback. And I've not been on TV for seven years. And I'm not I'm not tooting my horn on that. And The Rock was way ahead. But I, that was without television, without any exposure. People just following me for the content. They knew me from wrestling, growing massively. They've gone onto every platform. They've won. They've cut my revenue. So this is a real issue going on. I went from making thousands of dollars on multiple platforms to making pretty much no money from, from my stuff. And now I have my business. My business has always been profitable. The problem is, is though, we are in a recession, so business is not as good as it was pre-pandemic or mid-pandemic, even with that. And two, I've lost my ability for organic reach on this uh, as well. So if I put a post out, you know, on, on a, uh, let's just give you a, I tell people potatoes are one of the best carbohydrates that we can consume. That was a tweet from the other day that it, the glyco- the, the, it converts to, to glycogen and is stored very efficiently uh, in our muscles and our liver. And that's a fact. And the potatoes are a great food for people that want to build quality muscle, that want that want great energy, sustainable energy. With that, that post, if that it goes out and that's seen by you know my nearly 1.4 million followers, not all of them, but it's allowed to fall into the algorithm. And just say that post gets 250,000 views, that helps me reach more people, maybe get me more followers over time, and it's going to convert to more customers for my supplement company as well. So that is one of the big issues going on that's gone on for, for years now is it's made, I have to, and anyone that works, I have to hustle morning tonight to even be seen a little with it. And I'm fighting, oh, I'm, it's, I'm fighting an uphill battle that just seems like there's no end to it. 
outside of I can only get my health back and come back and try to get the right relationships for people to help get my accounts fixed because the companies themselves are not, they're not communicating with me. They're closing the cases as soon as I open them and something very odd is going on that, that I, I cannot explain other than WWE wanted my social media. When I left, they didn't get it. And I think they're partners with all these companies. They've done the next best thing is they've silenced me as much as they could through suppression. If that makes sense. Uh, absolutely. May I ask one resting question? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, obviously, AEW is coming to uh, the UK on the 27th of August. Yes. Have we had any contact your end? You can, um, uh, can I come and high-five you? Or? <laughs> we, we are going to wait and see. I've issued a challenge to Goldberg. Uh, we're going we're gonna to see what happens with all of that. I'm hoping to be cleared here this summer. And... Uh, I, there, I have a few other I have a few other tricks up my sleeve. If Goldberg is uh, not available or or if he declines, uh, I, I have a couple other uh, tricks up my sleeve that that will that will be released at that point. But uh, we, we I don't know what's going to happen. But I'm simply I'm I'm getting the buzz started. Everything the timing of everything is working out, and uh, I, I would love to be over there come August. But we'll have to wait and see if that is a possibility or not. Absolute honor to speak to you. Thank you for letting me speak. You're well. So wait, how can you help me with my social media? I don't want to lose contact with you if you can help me. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll send you a DM. Okay, sounds good, buddy. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you. All right, take care. Good deal. Well, certainly that would be nice if Mark is... I hope Mark's not one of the guys that says, I can help you with your account. Just wire me $3,000. I've got, I get a lot, you guys have seen those people that do that. They go, we got to buy the tools to, to fix your account. I actually, I, I did it one time. I want, I was very curious to see, I go, the guy wanted 500 and, uh, and this was very early on. And I just wanted to say, I go, you know what? I'll blow $500 to see if it fixes all my problems. He didn't fix one problem. And I knew, I, I knew it was a 99.9%. And he goes, I need the money to, to buy the tools to be able to fix your accounts. Blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and I just, I just went, I go, you know what? I've got five, I'll, I'll blow 500 bucks, you know, fuck it. What that, if that fixes my problems, well worth it. If it doesn't, it was a $500, uh, you know, I lost 500 and that I, I essentially, I just burned 500 bucks, but I at least knew I could tell you those people are scammers that do that. And I, unless there's some good ones, it's like the. I see them with people all the time and I don't know how they don't block them on social media, the people, but the, if the people, they oftentimes with people will, will try to get you for even more money and a lot of poor people, like not poor people, a lot of people, like poor people in the sense that they, they, they buy into it, get robbed of, of money they need and it's not a good thing. So. I appreciate all the love and support everybody in the comments here. Let me go ahead. Rebecca, we'll bring Rebecca on real quick here for the Ryback Show. Ryback Show regular. Waiting for that old connection. Jeremiah, good to see you, buddy. Great edit, brother, the other day. I, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Rebecca. Hey, there he is. The one, the only, the big guy, my good friend. How's it going today? Very good, Rebecca from Rhode Island. How are you today? 
doing excellent. I've been actually uh, brainstorming some questions the past few days, see when I come up and talk to you. You know, some new stuff that you don't typically talk about or, you know, stuff like that. Because, you know, I know you get a lot like asking if you're coming back, healed up, this and that. And it's like, sure, you're always willing to answer, but I'm sure you, you know, you want to spice a life, something new to come at you too, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So my questions today are going to be, yeah, obviously I won't have too many questions because I know you got a lot of people wanting to talk to you, but my questions today are going to be revolving your ring gear because I've always been fascinated by your singlets, you know. I, I've always loved the uniqueness and the charm that was always put into those, and I'm someone that, like, um, on my free time, you know, when I'm not taking care of my sick uncle or anything, when I'm not doing any of that, I like to, you know, kick back. I like to play some of these wrestling games. And it is true that, you know, you do have to make you on there and stuff. And it's like, I'm always, you know, not to toot my own horn here, but toot, toot. I, I'm always the big Ryback creator every year since you haven't been in them. Yep. And, you know, I always make all the needed tires. You know, my favorite singlet that you've ever worn is – uh. It was one you wore back in 2014. It was uh, half blue, half white, and it had a pyramid in the middle. Yes. And in, in the pyramid was a black R. That has always been so aesthetically pleasing on the eyes. Of me. I love that attire. I want to know, um, you know, what, what goes into the uh, the mindset into making these attires? Because I know, uh, I don't know if you still, you know, go to the guy that did RVDs, but I know for a while you were doing that. And I think at one point you started doing your own, if I remember correctly. So I did. The, the guy's name was Joe Holland. That, that I need because so Vince McMahon wanted me in a singlet. I've told that story. They made me a black singlet. I had to try on in front of. I had. To, black, yeah. I looked like Little Big Show, and it, and it like it was even though it had the different strat. But it, I, I looked like a little jacked Big Show on it, and I just go, "There's no way in hell." And I, it was awkward as shit. I never wore a singlet like, like just outside of, I think, uh, in junior high for a little amateur wrestling. Uh, before baseball season, a little training over there with them. The uh, but I, I, it did not feel right. It didn't look right. But I go in there with Vince. Oh, I love it. Oh, Paul, ah, I love it. And uh, that's good shit, pal. And ah, turn around. He. Uh, so I had to wear that on the live events for that upcoming weekend. And uh, so I asked the lady to make. And they made me another one. And I, I found, I looked up, I was go. I'm going to airbrush this thing because I always loved the airbrush look RVD had. And he wasn't in WWE, but I, I called him, got a hold of him and asked and, 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 and to make sure. I think I, I found him on social media and just because I, I didn't know if he was going to come back to WWE. And I didn't want to do RVD designs, the yin and the yang, or even though he did a lot of different designs, I wanted to do more yeah. of a machine look. And then over time, just things to, to fit my personality in which he had no problem with all. He was very appreciative that I even reached out. And I just, that's just the respect level. Like, I just believe that you should have like a guy that was established and, and over and in a hall of fame career. And I didn't know, I saw things where he said he wasn't coming back to WWE, but he actually ended up coming back at some point, but we always got along great. Yeah. And I got to work him quite a bit, which was a really cool experience. And he's awesome, man. But he, uh, the, the, I would always just put my infuse my personality of different things, you know. And I, I would always every month I would come up with a new singlet for for the pay per view essentially, and then I would repaint the other ones as time went on. If some if they started getting worn out, I would just repaint them, and then the singlet fabric would eventually on some start to break down. Most of them I still have though, and so I would just try to do something different and unique, different color patterns, 
with that. And I, I remember the blue and white one. I love that as well. And that was just something with an energy, an energy pyramid. It was just that was something that represented energy, though. I was I've always been very big on energy. Yep, had the skull on the back, and then on the side it said Ryback, and uh, I think it said something else on the other side. And then you always had the writing coming down the strap. Oh, yeah. Big wrists, big necks, big checks. Big neck, big oh, check, yeah. big traps. Uh, what was, Big trap. It was it was a big trap, shut yaps. I don't – there were so many of them. Uh, it was, I'd have feeding time on some. I'd have the big guy on others. I always loved – I think I had Universal Gladiator on one of them. I always put like just random shit on it just to, and Vince would pop. Like Vince would, they like Billy Kidman when he goes, he goes, what the hell do you got on your straps? Vince is always asking what's on your straps. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite ones you had was actually a dig at the marks. You had this one with a broken keyboard on it. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. That was when my eat, tweet, delete phase. Eat, tweet, delete. That was the, that was the representation of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all. And I did that all on purpose. Wait, what, 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 wait, what night was this? WrestleMania 20. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was complete bullshit. Yeah, yeah. However, that attire you wore, I love that. The Ninja Turtle inspired one. Thank you. Green with the red. That is a beautiful attire. Thank you. You always had the best looking attires, which really, you know, it really pissed me off. And like, uh, I think it was 2015 when they wanted to turn you heel for some reason. Yeah. And they made you wear fucking Trunk, what are you doing? Rodak is the greatest attires in the business, and you're making the dude wear trunks. Yeah, it was a well. That was Vince. I told you they they wanted me in trunks earlier. I'll tell you the night Vince wanted me in trunks. I ran out to make a save for Ziggler. It was during the the, yep. the Cena versus Authority program. Little guy, stop the itching. Little guy, he's a good. We got to keep him on Benadryl. He's, he'll break his damn front of his chest open every day. The. Uh, they they wanted so I ran out to make the save and I was wearing my workout pants and I, I didn't have a shirt on and Vince hadn't seen me, I guess, even though I pulled my straps down all the time. I was ripped and had abs from day one. But for whatever reason, yeah, Vince didn't Vince didn't know what I looked like without a shirt on, I guess. And God damn it, he's jacked. And he uh Michael Hayes comes up to me. Michael Hayes comes up in the back. He goes, Oh, brother. He goes, You shouldn't have went out there like that. I go, why? He goes, Vince wants you in trunks. I go, I ain't fucking wearing trunks. I go, I've got a singlet. You guys make more action figures of me than like, no. Like, I, I go, I'm not like, and so I, I just ignored it. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, Vince can come tell me and I'll have a conversation with Vince. But if you know the way things work, like I didn't, I'll wait for Vince to talk to me, not the other people. I go, if it means that much, Vince will come talk to me. I've talked to him many times. So uh, then it, the Mark, yeah, 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 yeah. And so Mark Carano, then the following like day, the other next day at TV or the following week, I didn't have any trunks or something. He's like, what are you doing? He goes, Vince wants you in trunks. I go, Vince hasn't said shit to me. I go, I'm not going to. And I don't, I'm just, Vince hasn't said anything to me. And like Vince, I'm like, what? And he, Mark is like, well, you, they want you in trunks. I go, I'm not wearing trunks. I go, I love the singlet. I go, I had trunks when I started. You guys switched me to the singlet. And he goes, I go, I pull my straps down in the match. You can see my body still. I go, I love this stuff for the action or for the action figures and whatnot. And I like being able to have the, the put my little creative ideas on it. So I just said, I just went and talked to Vince. And I just went and went, and, went to Vince's office. We talked forever. 
And we talked about his, that's the day we were talking about supplements in the gym and he had his Louis Vuitton bag and uh, he, he showed me that he, I thought he carried around like a bunch of important papers in that bag. It was his fucking supplements. And he's like pulling out all his supplements that he takes in his Louis Vuitton bag and laughing how people think he has all these important documents and it's really just his supplements. And, uh, but, but he, but he, he, I explained to him my theory that that's my superhero outfit. That's my identity. And I don't think that we should lose my identity. And he agreed with me. So this is how I know conversations and not that he was going to agree with me, but I just explained my views and, and everything on it and how it was a canvas to express my personality and the action figures are always very good. They made a lot of them of me. It's very profitable to the company. And that by switching me to trunks, even though I'm jacked and yeah, I look great in trunks, that singlet, everybody knows I'm jacked still. And it also adds an extra dimension and a layer that I think really appeals to kids. And he understood. But I went to trunks before I left just to piss him off because I knew I was leaving and I wanted him to see what he was losing. I just, that was literally the only reason. <laughs> Set too, because it's yeah. like you know, I've, I've been a wrestling fan since '97. You know, I've, I'm a long time fan, and it's like you can tell when people are visibly upset yeah. by what they're wearing. Like, take for example, 2007 when uh, Dustin Rhodes, he was in TNA, and they had him in that black brain stuff, and you can just tell he was just mentally deteriorating. You yeah. can tell he was, you know, depressed, and it's like I see, I knew you weren't depressed, but I can tell you were like, you know, I was fed up. Yeah. yeah, and it's like you could read the body language too, you know. And it's and I knew that night when you came out. Uh, I think it was your last WWE appearance. You did the whole uh, CM Junk thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. You did the whole thing, and I, I knew once I seen that, I'm like, oh yeah, my favorite's gone. I, I knew at that point, and it's just like you can just read people's body. Or at least I can. I, I can't speak for everyone. Yeah. Else, but it's like I'm very good at reading body language, and I'm like, oh yeah, he's very unhappy, you know. And I I hated to see that because, like I said. You were always my favorite there because you brought something new to the table. Thank you. You know, not just meat on the table. It, <laughs> you brought some new stuff, you know. And it's like, I, I hate, you know, this whole time, not one person had anything bad to say about you until CM Punk wanted to yeah. go on some wah-wah stuff on a podcast, make up these lies about you with the whole dumbest fuck thing. Yep. You did not say that. And I know you didn't say that. Yep. You told me straight up. And I, I knew from day one because I'm like, I see it. CM Punk's been problematic for years. How many people's had problems with it? Yeah. You know, at some point, you got to sit down and think, you know, maybe this guy's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, how many people have had problems with this guy? It's yeah. Like, and it's like, he can just be a man and talk about all his problems and, you know, work things out. Like, I don't think it's impossible for CM Punk to work out problems with people. He's got, like, Omega, you, the box, anyone. He can work out these problems if he just sits down like a man talks. Yeah. up to his, you know, insecurities because he's a very insecure man very insecure but yeah no i think that is that is the key with everything is is talking and i can't control it's unfortunate he has a big following a good portion of people chose to believe but i at the end of the day i think that like the truth always wins the cream always rises to the top he's yeah. you know he's had a pretty run we're gonna have to see the pressures on him to come back and to perform you know he's you know if he comes back into collision and gets hurt again or he's not able to, to draw in the ratings that they want the tide is going to be turning. I'm telling you, and 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 Absolutely. and so, and, it already has. and I don't I don't wish ill or wish harm. And you know, I want him to, to do well. I want that company to do well. But I, I I do feel the tide is turning in my favor. Finally, after all of this, I would just like to see him mature and grow up a little bit. It's like, dude, you're in your mid forties and you're acting like you're in your twenties. Yeah, yeah. No, I, no, I hear you. I hear you. 
and it's it's just, it's just sad because he's one of the reasons that like people still to this day come at you without actually knowing you. Yeah. But it gives me an opportunity, though. The good thing is it gives me an opportunity to do what I'm doing and to help a lot of people and, it, it, you know, and to interact. And and then, like I said, it, one person at a time, and it, well, that momentum can start turning. So, you know, I'm coming back. I'm getting cleared. And I think it, it's going to create for a lot of valuable opportunities. So. Absolutely. And no matter where you go, you're going to do – it doesn't matter where you go. Wherever you go, you're going to do big. And if anyone says otherwise, they're just a moron. That's what my that's my thing. I go, if if you really firmly believe that, then you'll have no problem with me going out there and actually doing it so that you could then can rub it in my face with it. They but they but they no 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 we just don't want you to we don't want you there. Oh, okay. So we'll just Nobody's we'll, never had a problem with you other than yeah. like what CM Punk? Yeah. Like I hate when people say you're like this bad worker or whatever. You pretty much saved Kalisto's life when you know things went sour in that one match, he almost, you know, landed on his neck on that apron. Yeah. That was my last match. That was that last match that I, you that I did the uh, the entrance. And by the way, and you know, you said like no matter what how my feelings were with the company, I gave one hundred and ten percent every single night in that ring. I very easily could have mailed that in and went out there and not tried. And it, if you watch, I put just as much effort into that match as I did my my first match. And uh, and I always took pride in that. And just, I, I just always hated that people say that. Oh, Ryback can't work in this. Like you clearly never watched Ryback. Like if you say that, because I remember my favorite match you ever had was actually against uh, somebody you were talking about a little while ago. You were talking about Brody Lee, Luke Harper. I remember you had this match on Raw with him, and it was a very interesting series. Very hard hitting, but there was some technical prowess in it. And I remember at one point you didn't even need to, but you did an outside dive in that match to Luke Harper. Yeah, like anyone is a naysayer. Just watch what you do. Actually sit down, take the time, watch Ryback. You'll see that he's just as good, if not better, than all these other guys running around. I'm not just saying that as a fan. I'm Thank saying you. that as someone who watches the stuff. Like I think people, though, too, Rebecca, people that say that you can't wrestle, my, I, I, I look forward to, to having a conversation with about somebody with this because I want to ask them specifically. I go, what do you mean I can't wrestle? And, and have them actually explain it. Because Shawn Michaels, I told you this, told me when I was in uh, NXT, what the, the NXT season one, I was doing the up and over. I was Skip Sheffield. I was I was moving around doing drop kicks, and I was doing an up and over axe handle off the top rope, uh, where I'd, I'd do the the shoot me in. I do an up and over to the outside, run to all across the ring, climb up the turnbuckle, and do an axe handle. And he got me in the back, and he just told me he was in Gorilla that night, and, and I don't know if Vince or whoever had him in Gorilla, but he was in Gorilla, and he just goes. Look, everything you do is good. He goes, he goes, take a look around this roster. He goes, we have nobody like you on the roster right now. He goes, do you want to just be like everybody else and do all the other stuff all the other guys do? Or do you want to be the top powerhouse on this brand? And he goes and draw money for the company. And I go, I want to draw money for the company. He goes, well, stop doing that fucking bullshit. And I literally right then I viewed the business. That's what it, there's different styles. And he, and he told me, he goes, wrestle how you look. I look like a fucking Neanderthal. I don't need to be doing all these little pretty things that the other guys do. They need to do that because they can't do the things that I can do. And that's what creates the different styles and matchups in wrestling that for whatever reason, I can do, I can do a swanton bomb. I can do front flips. I can do back flips. I don't need to be doing that. By the way, the most over guys in the company never had to do that. That doesn't mean that they can't. That's what I'm saying. Like, look at Stone Cold, Kevin Nash, Hulk Hogan, just to name three. Those guys didn't have a very wide range of moves, but they're vastly loved. So why is it okay 
applaud those guys for doing that, but then all of a sudden you do it. All yeah. Bad. I, I don't get that. It, it's just, but that's just the way that they are. But that's why having a conversation with it and it will expose them that they really don't know what they're talking about. And they're just people that are just trying to hold on to hate and to, to, to spread bullshit and misinformation. And I always laugh. I go, I know how to wrestle. I know how to do all the chain wrestling and transitions. I'm not saying I, I could do it as good as some of the other guys that do it on a more regular basis, but I've been in all the developmental territories. I've learned from the ground up. I just got told in what to do by one of the one of the guys that's considered one of the greatest performers of all time in ring, Shawn Michaels, what, what they look for, and it clicked. And what did I do? I started making more money than a lot of people, right? And so and it's like, yeah. it is what it is. I mean, take, for example, like in WCW, I think it was uh, 99 or 2000. John Laurinaitis, he sat there and he told Psycho Sid to do a diving big boot one night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude did the diving big boot and his legs snapped and looked like Laffy Taffy. Poor yep. Sid, he, one of, he didn't need to be doing all that, you know? One of the most horrific in-ring injuries to ever occur. And it's it's still horrifying this day. Like, if you go back and watch it, his leg is just rubbering around like it's a rubber band night. Oh, it's cringeworthy. And that's what happens when you take guys out of their style and you try and have these is all about the fast style. Exactly. You need your power guys. You need your high flyers. You need your technical guys. It's like a big melting pot of styles. If everyone wrestled the same, it would be boring. Exactly. Everyone wants to talk about wrestling crap. Everyone wants to talk about being a good wrestler. Okay. What's the look of guys like Dean Malenko and Lance Storm? No disrespect to either of them. They're both wonderful at their craft. But how many times are those guys world champions? And it not, it, it, it's, but, yeah, and everybody has their different their different preferences on what they want. And but this is at the end of the day, it's physical acting, it's entertainment, and it it's finding a way. Even if you do that, I think you have to find a way to try to find a way to connect with the crowd because people know that they're watching physical entertainment at the end of the day. We want them to believe it's a real fight with it. And the key is 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 mixing that up with our characters and trying to find entertaining ways to to carry that on bell to bell on top of it. And I'm a big fan of the bell to bell. And then I consider myself a hybrid, a hybrid power wrestler where I could do a little bit of other things, but I, I go to the power is, is the bread and butter. And I think that's, that's, yeah, the, that's to me, that's the best style that I grew up loving. And that's why that resonated with me, what I like with my background and, you know, guys that are smaller, they, they, they grew up like in the high flyers, they resonate with that style more, but it's like, this is people just because you don't do gymnastics in your match does not make, you know, doesn't make you a bad wrestler. I don't want to see Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, doing three back handstands and, and, you know, doing a little thing, a little hurrah with his hands before he hits the ropes or clapping with his hands to go. Can you imagine, like, can you imagine Nash doing a shooting star press? He wouldn't need to do all that. No, you don't have to. But that's, in, but in people, and that's just, it, you, that's knowing your identity and your character and knowing what to do to go out there and to be able to go out there and continue to go out there and make money and, but these people, they don't want a lot of them. Like I said, I challenge any of them to have a conversation with me and explain to me in detail how I can't wrestle. I'm more than open to hearing about it and, and, and we can go from there. So, and you know, what's crazy. You could get 60 of them in a call right now. And you know how much ring time they'd have overall? Zero. Yep. Where it's like, I've done it. I did it. I, you know, I did it for a little bit when I was 16. I'm, I'm now 28. I did it for like six months when I was 16 at like a local rec center, you know, and I had to stop because, you know, I, I kind of, admittedly, I lied about my age. I said I was 18. I kind of did the whole Jeff Hardy. And I did it for six months. And it's like, I can sit there and tell you that, like, wrestling is not as easy as it is. You know, you need to have the cardio for it. You need to have at least some sort of, although there's a sleek build or, you know, a big 
tough build like itself. We need to have some sort of build. And it's like, I guarantee 99% of these guys that talk, you know, about, you know, oh, you can't wrestle this and that have never actually hit the rope. Yeah. The ropes itself hurts, man. It's like, they, they don't have any experience. Like me, I was a littler guy because I'm not very big. I'm not very big. I'm, I'm 5'8", you know, 170 pounds. I'm not very big. But when I was wrestling, I was about 150. So I, was little, I appreciated the bigger guys because they would have me, you know, when I worked in Massachusetts, they had me work with bigger guys. And it's like, you know, it was kind of my job to them, you know, look strong as heck. Like I had someone, uh, I wrestled with this guy named Anarchy. He was a very big dude about maybe 400 pounds his finisher was actually the wasteland funny enough and i would always make it look like i died off the wasteland you know it's yep. like people don't know what it takes to wrestle until you actually do it like when you sit there and say someone can't wrestle unless you've hit the ropes unless you've had a match you don't know what you're talking yeah. about oh i agree like, trust you me i know need all these different styles, yep. you know you need all these different styles and it's like i guarantee a lot of those people wouldn't last one day in a ring, even against someone who's the greatest, you could put him in there with like someone who could carry them, and even then they would be winded within two minutes. You know, like, not, not even thirty seconds. Most of them would be shot. So, it is what it is, Rebecca. Though, well, I look forward to getting one of them in on the Twitter Spaces and, and getting that recorded. And that's one of my goals. That's one of the topics that I I, I am trying to get somebody in on. So we'll see what happens. We're gonna back into a corner and not know what to say in either swear you would leave or just sit there quietly and take it knowing they're wrong well, well i look i look forward to it though but rebecca i'm gonna hop on i'm gonna get one other caller on here one or two more before we wrap up today's show all right before i go when you come hold on you cut out on us what was that rebecca you cut out i don't know if you could still hear we can't hear you yes absolutely take care of all right, Rebecca, thank you. Yep, thank you. Sorry, I, I didn't hear what you said at the end there, Rebecca, but we'll have you back on. Always great to talk to you and hope you have a great day. Where was the, we'll go with a new one here. Heal for life, heals for life. Let's see what they got to say. By the way, guys, before we bring you on Heels for Life, just give me one second. I do have my new hot sauce coming out, the Ryback Pepper Slam Chug Challenge with the League of Fire on LeagueofFire.com. It's not out yet, but it is coming out in the next week or two here. going to be available for sale. It's going to be like the Pocky One Chip Challenge. You get also with it, you get the hot sauce, and you got to chug the whole thing. And I believe there's going to have the rules. Everything are going to come come out with all of it. You get a free Ryback uh, League of Fire trading card with a little thing on the back and also another league of fire heroes card of me doing other of the league of fire, doing the hottest challenges in the world with that guys. So make sure you check that out over there on uh league of fire.com. Not out yet. They're I've got, they're out. We're not, they're not for sale. We're getting ready. I do. I got to do the YouTube video with UK chili queen and Johnny Scoville who are, are fire legends, heat chugging legends. And uh, this is a, we're going to be, this is the first of a series of three hot sauce and uh, that's why having your own trademark and owning your rights to your name are very important because you could do deals like this. And it's, it, I don't have to actually do anything other than license my name out and approve, approve the things that need to be approved with that. And this is just one little thing, you know, right off the bat. Bam. Here we go. Got that within the, within the first two, three weeks of having my name. 
<clears throat> so uh, thank you to League of Fire and looking forward uh, to getting that out to you guys. All right, Heels for Life. You got to turn on that speaker. Oh, you had it off for me. Thank you very much. What's going on, man? Hey, man. It is, um, once again, it's an honor to talk to you twice in one week. <laughs> thank you very much. Yes, um, that uh, interview uh, with me, you, Stevie Ray, and um, and Vince Russo, I, I still have to get my leg back. I did. I, I got like maybe half, but you know, anyway, it's not about me. But no, I wanted to come on here because I wanted to um, let you know that um, my, my like... Coming into that interview, I did not know what to expect from you because I'm like, okay, are we gonna get the ride back on TV? Like the one that we we seen, you know, a couple of years ago. Or are we gonna get another version of you? And a lot of my friends have talked to you um, on some of these Twitter spaces, and they've said, yeah, he's very laid back, like really, really cool. And it's like when we were talking, I'm like, he is very, very down to earth, and. Um, and when you were talking about, like, you know, the WWE and you were talking about, like, like literally being disrespected by some of these fans and the, your fellow, you know, um, you know, wrestlers that's in the business, it's like it's a damn shame that everybody, like, has to play that follow the leader type of energy and shit. And I just don't – I don't understand why people do shit like that. Like, I don't know. Like, okay, CM Punk – have his legion of fans i totally get it i was a fan as well but the one thing i would honestly tell you right after that media scrum last year my opinion about cm punk I'm, i'll tell you this right back i am not a fan of cm punk at all as a matter of yeah. fact this whole situation with him being that collision i wanted to tell you this two days ago but you're going to reap what you sow like dead ass i think that cm punk is very toxic and he could be so much more in the wrestling community. I agree. But because he's all about self and he's not worried about and he's he's not worried about everybody else. Yes, your words have power. It has meaning behind it, especially when we got fans out here that are one minded tracked type of humans and shit and all they care about is like, oh well CM Punk said this about such and such and such and such. So I believe that yeah, he's he's saying he, what he's saying is the truth. Yeah. And I just don't think that that shit is cool. And I think that you really should be I think that you should continue to keep fighting for what you believe in. I felt your passion. I felt the pain. You know, I went through this, especially, you know what I'm saying, podcasting for like the last 10 years or whatever. And I'm like, I really want to get to the point where like I'm interviewing, you know, wrestlers like yourself, yep. Booker T and, you know, Vince Russo. And I know in order to get to that spot, I know I'm going to have to struggle. And I know that there's going to be, you know, people that's going to, that's going to, be there for me and then there's going to be people that's going to be hating me and you're and to be really honest with you bro like me and you are going through the same hurdles trials and tribulations and i'm just going to tell you keep fighting for what you believe in and man just fuck fuck the noise just like just tune it out you know you look good you you like in great shape just keep doing what you're doing and you'll get what you, and you'll get everything that you you need in life thank you and no the truth always wins i've said this uh, i've i've literally have kept working from day one i knew the truth all along a lot of people left me and and chose to believe other things you got to remember i've taken on i'm fighting a multi-billion dollar 
the number one wrestling corporation, Vince McMahon, one of the most powerful people on the planet. I've won everything. I've literally won everything. And that, so when, when you are in a fight like that, you're going to have to deal, they're going to create, a, they have the power and the money to create a lot of negativity and a lot of hate that was meant to destroy me. I chose to, to, to rise above it and to stay hungry. And I, I looked at it as an opportunity to prove to people, to prove my mindset and to do the work and, and not get, not get a lot of credit for anything. And to, to literally go my whole career and, and to do things and to, to work very hard to have success and literally have people then just turn on you and say the complete opposite. I go, nope, enough people know me. I know what is true. All I got to do is just survive this fire. And I go, I'm going to come out of it on the other side. I've got an armor on me now that is fucking indestructible. And I've got my health back and I'm coming back. And the punk stuff that happened, I've always said karma always comes around and he's dealt with some shit already. I'm more than open. I've learned a lot from this. And like I said, the guys earlier, I go, I now in being being where I'm at in my life and having my health back, have an opportunity to show people what we can do with hate. And, you know, I can actually then have conversations with people and show them a formula of, look, this is what I did. This is how I survived it. This is what and this is also what I learned in it. And this is how I'm going to fix it. And I'm taking on everybody head on because I know the truth on it. And nobody's going to stop me from doing what I love on it. And I think I truly, genuinely believe what you said about punk is true. And I think more people are becoming aware of this. But with that said, I've said from day one, he's very valuable to wrestling if he has his head on right. And he can he could do a lot more good things. And I really believe it. Like as we all get older, we have a we have a great opportunity to show people, yeah, hate exists. We we all make mistakes, this and that, but we could overcome it. We can unite because at the end of the day, we want pro wrestling to be better. We want it to be better for the wrestlers, we want it to be better for the fans. And I think that, that like we are in a very pivotal time in our history, the wrestling history, with AEW existing and being able to, to force WWE to change for the positive. And I've talked about the things that a lot of the guys are afraid to talk about, but I've talked about it because I knew I wasn't, I, I didn't care if I didn't go back there because I, I knew it was what happened. I go, I had to get out and I'm going to speak my truth. And with the things that are going on with, it's very personal on that end. So it brother, it, it's all good in that. But I, I've, I've like, I, the Booker T stuff just inspired me to like, I go, Nope, now's the time. I knew at some point I was going to have to pull the trigger. And like, I, I wanted to wait till I knew I was, I ultimately wanted to wait till I got cleared with that but i go we're close enough I'm, it's happening and i go and i'm not afraid you know call out goldberg i have no fucking fear i am a home run hitter and if goldberg doesn't accept i'm ready i've got an open challenge for fucking anyone and i and i'll put that out when the time is right because i i know what i'm doing and i know what i'm coming back to and i want it all so it brother like not all these negatives i turn i am the king of turning negatives into positives in the old feed me more machine so it's uh it's all good and it was i was glad you got to be a part of that and you know, all it takes is you get, you know, you do a show with me or somebody and then you're able to say, hey, you reach out to somebody else. You got to have no fear. You reach out. You, you reach out to people every every few months. You, the big names. If they tell you no, who gives a fuck? All you need is one of them to say, yeah. And then you start acquiring a list. Well, I've done this guy, this guy, this guy. And then exactly. and then that momentum. But that's it. But you got to hustle and you can't be offended when people tell you no either. Because here's the deal. A lot of people want to have something in it for them. You know, I'd rather do a show that I'm going to get, you know, a million views on over 200 views because it's my time. So, but you got to be able to, to like, that's where a lot of times you got to be able to put in the work, do a quality show. You might go years without getting a lot of views, but eventually you're going to start putting out better content. You're going to find your niche. You're going to get going and you're going to start getting a name here and there. 
and everything's going to fall into line. And that's what separates. You got to be consistent with it. And that's why I've done my show all the whole time. I've done different. I've had a top show and I've had a show that's completely fallen off the fucking charts. I never once fucking stopped. I kept going because I knew what I was doing. I believed in what I was doing. I didn't care if I was being suppressed. I was going to keep doing what I love to do. I'd rather talk to a few thousand people than no people with that. And I go that all that backlog of all this stuff and me telling the truth for seven years, people are going to go back on and find, I promise you. And they're going to go back and go, holy fuck, this guy, we all turned on this guy and this guy didn't change. This guy kept doing what he did. He believed he never changed his story. And like I said, the truth always wins. And with that, that's that whole hungry mindset. And you just got to stick with it, man. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I thank you for the opportunity. I thank you for the wisdom. You know, I'm definitely going to keep pushing. But you, man, just continue, keep doing what you're doing. Because honestly, there are fans out here that genuinely really wants to know your story and wants to talk to you like on like topics like this. So shout out to my boy, Alex. That's, uh, I think, well, if we have the same, uh, screen. I think he's like right next to me. <laughs> as a matter of fact, me and him were just talking about you last night. As a matter of fact, he was like, "Yeah, like he is really, really, really cool, whatever." And, and we were just sitting there, just talking for an hour, like you know, we was talking about AEW, and we was talking about like you know, what I'm saying like uh, the whole situation with you and Booker T. And yeah. once again, like I have the utmost respect for Booker T of what he done in the business. Same. But I, I, like I said, I'm not going to sit on the podcast or whatever, because I literally have talked about this with Stevie Ray about, you know, about Booker T shenanigans sometimes. Yep. And I said, listen, I'm not, I'm, I want to be professional, but I, I'm going to keep my feelings to myself. And I say what I need to say on my platform. It's just, I would just say this, what he did was very unprofessional. I don't care how many people, care or how many people look up to Booker T to think about this the man was very unprofessional if you did not want to have if he did not want to have you on his show then he should never give you that olive branch to say hey come yeah. on my show but then you know he said, oh well Ryback was talking about well he was asking for all of these demands whatever and then like when I was reading all of this I'm saying to myself I'm just like bro all you have to do is just call him Yep. And just be done with it, you know. But he wanted to take it a step further. But I'm going to get back out. I'm going to uh, let somebody else come up on here. Just wanted just to give you your flowers. Hopefully, I'll talk to you soon. And um, you take care of yourself, man. You too, buddy. It was a pleasure. And look forward to talking again. Keep it up. All right, brother. You too. All right. Bye. Awesome. Good deal. He was with us on the Stevie Ray podcast, Stevie Ray TV. Uh, if you guys can give that. Give Stevie Ray, man. He does, he does great stuff. I'll tell you, Stevie Ray is one of the real, real... He's one of the real guys and one of the great guys in pro wrestling. I grew up a huge fan of his in Harlem Heat and everything. And I always, man, I always, when Booker ended up going to WWE, I always was like, man, where's Stevie Ray? Like, I always, I love Matt. I just absolutely, and he he played a big part. I told you that story of talking to me when I was a 19-year-old kid at Gold's Gym. And uh, like I said, all the Booker stuff happened. Stevie called me, you know, he, he's a real man. Like literally picked up the phone and called. Not a text. Not he called. We talked for 90 minutes. And the only reason the call stopped is I had to get my shoulder worked on. My therapist was coming to my house. And I and I, I go, Stevie, I'm so sorry. My therapist is five minutes away. I have to piss and I have to go get ready for the, the shoulder session. And uh, and then he's like, we, you want to come on the show? I go, I go, absolutely. And uh, and when he's out in Vegas here, hopefully we're going to link up and get to see him. And, uh, you know, and he didn't do anything. He just simply gave me a platform to talk. He didn't get involved either which way or the other. And, uh, you know, and uh, the situation was what it was. And, and we, I think that's, a, I think it's around the 51 minute mark on the, on Stevie Ray TV. 
with me and him on his podcast where where the Booker T stuff comes up. And uh, and I felt like I kept it uh, professional and didn't. And I'm not I'm just, I, it, you know, I'm actually thankful now Booker did what he did, because I think that that's the is what lit the extra fire under my ass to go. I'm just going to go at this stuff head on because, you know, the Mark Henry stuff happened. Remember a couple of years ago, whatever it was where Mark came out and said those things that were flat out not true. And then I think they he never called or never texted or anything. And he, he lied on that. Never. I don't never nothing. And then, but I don't know if he, they said he invited me on their show and whatever it was, I was just like, fuck, I just blocked all the busted open, literally all of them. The only one I didn't block was, was, was Tommy and Bubba on it. And uh, even though, and I've always gotten along well with them, but I was fucking pissed. And I don't know if Tommy was on, on that episode, but I was just, I was fucking furious. I go that they let that guy get paid by WWE go and fucking lie on that and, and just regurgitate the stuff Punk said on it. And it, you know, now it's like, but I, I was dealing with a lot of other things that were far more important at that time than going and getting inside missions. And I knew I was nowhere near even close to even coming back, but it was just, it was just like block, 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 block. And now it's just like, I'm just finally going, you know what? Fuck this. And these people are trying to like literally hurt my life with this and, and say things that are the complete opposite of what the truth is. And, and unfortunately, a good portion of people started believing it. And I go, no, no, now it's, I, gloves are off. I'll be professional. I'll talk, but I'm going to talk with the facts and the story's going to come out. And that's just what happened. WWE put the Knicks on Booker. They knew, they knew right away. And I don't know how Booker, he, he just, he was misinformed on anything or just had an, another idea from reading dirt sheets and not really me being around after, even though he knew me prior or, or at least was around me a bit and had commentated on matches and was backstage and always had positive interactions with it, but I was like, enough is enough. And I don't know if he was just caught off guard that I go thought that I wasn't going to come on and just block him. And then when I said, no, I'll, let's go anytime my demand is live, like, cause he goes live. And then, and then he, I called him out on the bluff and then he either was like, he wasn't prepared for it or WWE just said, no, you no, do not let him tell this story on there because what would have happened. I'm telling you is, is the, the conversation would go the way all the other conversations go with it. And, it, and it's not, so, but turn, take a negative and turn it into a positive. And now I'm, it, it's going to fuel everything with this. And if I can get my Twitter right and my Twitter spaces can start being seen by, and we can start getting seen by hundreds of thousands of millions of people again on Twitter, it's going to raise everything. It's going to raise the awareness of everything going on on my TikTok. Like my TikTok's been shut down completely. I went from making thousands of dollars a month to them taking away and not paying me since last October. I've done nothing wrong. I've had no violations that have warranted any of it. They will not answer. They will not tell me why. It's because they now have a partnership with WWE and they're fucking with me. Same thing with YouTube and all the other platforms. Nothing adds up. They don't want to talk. They don't want to communicate. They know what they're doing is not right and it's illegal. And I'm not going to stop because like, this, this technology should not exist anywhere. The shadow ban technology, the censoring, the suppressing, like it, it should not exist. It, it's rooted in corruption with it. And like, and it, it has hurt me and my family. I got a 74 year old dad that's showing mental decline whose who's mother, my grandmother, died from Alzheimer's, that I'm going to be responsible here, and rightfully so. My mother already, I've been taking care of her for nine years, and she works part-time and stays busy. She's going to be 65 in August, and, like, they've made my life increasingly difficult. They're trying to cut me off in, on everything, and this has been going on now for, for a long time, and I've been able to fight and find ways around it and not and just keep working, keep working, but now they they have cranked it up, and this is literally fighting for my life. 
and I'm trying to explain this to people. And I have a good life, and I've worked very hard to have a good life with everything. But I've got a lot of responsibilities that are going to be coming around the corner that that I don't need these fucking difficulties with everything that I have built. And so this is I'm very passionate about this, and it's very easy for people. Oh, blah blah blah. No, you don't understand what the what really is going on here. And I'm being very transparent and like how important this is with it. And then this whole time, I've this going on. This is why I've been so focused and driven on getting my health back. I go for the worst case scenario, the longer this goes on, the, the worse it gets. I go, I just got to find a way to get my health back. And I go, at least then I can at least recover a lot of things with the wrestling that I've always wanted to go back to, but I just, my health, it's been like, nobody's ever done this before. And, you know, and maybe the positive in this huge negative is, is if this didn't happen, maybe I, I wouldn't have been as motivated to, to get my health back. I don't know with it, but I just, I'm obsessed morning to night and I work and I do all this stuff. And I show you guys this shit that I suck out of my shoulder and the people and I'm spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to get my health. Like this is a very real fucking thing with it. And it's like, but I'm fighting, I'm literally fighting for my life in the future and the ability to take care of my parents. And that, and like, and that's something, you know, you, you don't, I don't want to have to alter things with this. And if I could never wrestle again, and cause I've worked so hard to build a successful thing that was working and they literally have latched on to. So I'm going to do what's right. And I wouldn't want anybody else to ever go through this, but it's important to speak on it as much as possible to raise the awareness that like, this is going on. This is not right. These companies in the way, like, because they, they could do this to anybody then and, and i'm telling you it can it can destroy your life like that i can't market anymore with the social media companies i used to spend 12 15 000 a month on marketing i can't market anymore they, they were blowing the budget because in, on top of all the sensory they literally turned everything and that was meant to, done to me to blow everything and they want to dry me out every way possible and i'm not going to let them with it so i find other ways to get sales that i can do i go well, i can go here here and here and i just keep finding little little things I go, but they are making my life increasingly fucking difficult with what they have done with it. And so I, I, you're not just one of the most followed wrestlers and have all this little engagement and you know, the dirt sheets put out things and they get hundreds of thousands of millions of views and then your stuff gets nothing. It doesn't, on top of having a, a, one of the biggest followings overall, it doesn't just happen with it. And so I'm hoping more people are at least that by me talking about this, you're becoming aware of the situation so that it brings more light that when it is eventually corrected everyone's gonna be holy fuck like and that's that so but with that guys <clears throat> excuse me we're gonna go ahead and wrap up today's show i'll try to get a twitter spaces uh if we get a we get somebody later that that wants to go on and uh, on one of the topics if i see somebody make a thing and they take me up maybe we'll do a twitter spaces later on after i get done with everything for the day and, and done with the rehab and the training and the wet cupping and all that jazz uh with that so Check out my Feed Me More Nutrition, feedmemore.com, 33% off until midnight Pacific today, guys. Discount code TRUTH33, TRUTH33 for 33% off all the Ryback merch. Got the Feed Me More shirts, the Hungry shirts, all the stuff, Ryback rules, non-wrestling stuff on there, and the best supplements on the planet until midnight Pacific, 33% off, discount TRUTH33. Thank you guys very much. We'll see. Uh, maybe we might be doing one more Ryback show either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Uh, I'll let you know. We'll see how it goes. I got to see how tomorrow lines up. I got to do a new feeding time as well. And uh, we'll see. We'll see how everything falls into place here. And uh, and uh, if we don't, maybe we'll get another Ryback show done here before the end of the week with that. But if not, we're always back Monday through Thursday for, for sure on all of that right now, the current schedule. All right, guys, have a good one. 
And uh, until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey, Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit FeedMeMore.com.